and welcome to I Love That, a Bachelor podcast, because the unexamined life is not worth living. I'm Wade, doctor of brainology and depression. Dr. Zach couldn't be here. He's presently in Crete, visiting all the locales from the end of Hannah B's season of The Bachelorette, which recently imploded. She was on tonight's episode. Joining me in his stead is my lovely wife, Shannon. Thank you so much for having me today, Wade. Absolutely. Um, Just to give a little background to the listener, Shannon, when did you start watching The Bachelor? I started watching The Bachelor uh, when Dr. Zach got us into it. Uh, Ari season, was that our first? That was, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then we also, when Drama Fever, Rest in Peace, still existed, we watched like an old Caitlyn season. Um, And... Yeah, so we've seen some old people, uh, and we watched a couple Australia seasons as well. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm, when I was younger, I also watched a very early season. Trista and Ryan was the final couple. It might have been the second or even third, maybe okay. even first. It was a very long time ago. All right. Uh, but yeah. So we, we recently, uh, obviously, <laughs> Zach has duped us both. Yes. We are his victims, and we're now. In this part of, part of Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Nation. Yeah. So uh, tonight we just got finished watching Bachelor in Paradise season six, episode five. We're at Monday the, episode <laughs> at the top of week three. Yep. So we got the first half here, and uh, right up top, the teaser informed that Hannah B would be on this episode. Yep. Did you have any thoughts on that or expectations? I have a lot of thoughts about it. Yeah, go, go for it, please. I'm just very generally annoyed with this um, forcing of Demi as the most important person in Bachelor Nation. Uh, I feel like, yes, she is a great personality. We've talked about how I think she would make a good, you know, like panel member on a view type show or a like kelly and a regis and kelly like she would do that kind of job well and i think she wants a name for herself and the producers of the bachelor seem to be on board with that because she's just been popping up in every season since her season as like friend giving a pep talk or friend in the van seeing if the boys are cheating and then this whole season has been like about her just like every episode she sits someone down to cry about how she's pan now or whatever and it's such a big deal and that they flew hannah in to just talk to her and have that conversation like one more time i'm just very tired of it i was hoping just for the sake of a shake-up that hannah was joining because she didn't get a boyfriend this season so that would be like a wild unheard of thing to have the just rejected bachelorette like joining in on paradise because actually i'm sure you have listeners who know this but since we're slightly unfamiliar with the older franchise i wonder if that's ever happened if someone like straight off of their own seat like has any like actual bachelors or bachelorettes been on paradise or is that just for a like wasn't, contestants uh, the unlovable guy that was on winter games wasn't he on was he his own bachelor dean or uh not dean dean his mustache not um dean. ben ben higgins ben was higgins, a bachelor that was a winter games okay mm-hmm. okay so um, there must be precedent anyway it doesn't thought, always work out and it didn't work out with hannah yes. and i honestly also thought is she just gonna be on the show now because that would be cool that would have been cool i was like excited for mike for that split second oh yeah like, oh, mike Hannah's lit here. up i was like oh shit they have unfinished business like yeah maybe that but 
No, so I thought that was kind of a waste of Hannah just because, I don't know, it gets annoying, like Bachelor, I mean, Paradise is like so fast and it's twice a week and there's so many people and when they get hung up on like one, like last season with like Colton and Tia and the crying and the hot dogs and like this time, it's like Demi and her girlfriend and Blake, like I'm just, I need more exciting things to happen. Yeah, so... We did have the conversation three or four times up to this point. So it's like, get, okay, get to yeah. the point yeah. already with this. I don't want to, we don't have enough time for this. I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. But I mean, speaking of crazy things happening, if you can allow me to please take over a transition, <laughs> there was like absolutely wild drama in the first few minutes of this week's episode with oh, a yes. physical altercation. I completely forgot that that was the <laughs> that we were left with. And, uh, I mean, that's cool. The, the zero tolerance policy. No, I get why they have to do it. I sure. mean, that's this is the saddest thing, I think, because I think Jordan, like Demi, had a shot. That scene of them last week where they were like commentary, like negging beach, everyone that walked past, doing routine. the Annie Hall thing where they make fun of everyone walking by. Yeah. That was so funny and great. And I think Jordan, he lost himself. He like lost himself in a moment and yeah. he was so desperate for that camera time that he was like getting involved in a couple fight that didn't involve him. Yeah. It seemed like just drunken mischief. Yeah. Cause like fuck that other guy, he seems like a jerk. Yeah. No, Christian was a hothead and something crazy was going to happen. Something crazy was going to happen with him anyway on the season. Like mm -hmm. it was obvious, but like that was just like not Jordan's moment and that he escalated it with like such a violent body slam it's just a bummer because like he could you know he could have been a a bachelor nation staple but like that was a you can't come back from that they can't have him back for like insurance liability reasons they probably cannot have him back now that's what i'm worried about and now that you mentioned that i wonder when they put christian on if he was a ringer specifically just to rile shit up because they will do that like yeah you know very carefully time the next person that comes on to rock the boat the most yeah and i think that they definitely did that because like we had all forgotten about christian his only moment was that he wore short pants and yelled at jordan on the after the or on the mental all yeah after going home like the first night he was no one but he picked a fight with jordan for screen time and then they brought him back to pick a jordan with a fight with jordan for screen for screen time yeah so I saw the puppet strings, but like, I don't think anybody expect uh, the, the way he threw him off of that porch thing. Yeah. That was crazy. I was thinking of the, <laughs> the only other uh, paradise we've seen had the most violent part was uh, the Leo and grocery store Joe. Like, throwing oh, a drink in your right. Face. The drink and then, but the bodyguards really got game. in the way of that yeah. one. Like, and it didn't get very far and i wonder if this one had been allowed to die and christian hadn't continually tried to wrestle four guys off of him <laughs> to go just i just want to hit him i just i need to hit him oh if my that God. didn't happen would they have just gone to the rose ceremony and one of them left or i don't i mean i don't know how it would have shaken out because based on the picks the girls did make i feel like jordan and christian weren't even like in the i don't even think they were in the running honestly yeah <laughs> which would make it sadder i guess that they went out in a place because it didn't seem to affect the way the rose ceremony shook out that neither that either of them were there like there yeah. wasn't a girl who was like i was gonna pick jordan and now i don't know what to do like that was not mm -hmm. an option which while we're transitioning <laughs> sure. to the indecisive ones on uh oh my god like she was kind of I may be flirting with Cam. I couldn't really read that conversation. No, I think Anyeka was just doing that thing that happens to the like sad girl that gets left alone. The like 
you know, there have to be a couple every season, the like friend mm-hmm. zone. Bibiana, Bibiana is usually this, but she's gone home early. Yeah. And I think she was just going around to the available guys, hoping that somebody would like just fall in love with her in an instant. But instead she was getting like strategy, like, you know, we're friends. You could pick me and then we could both, you know, yeah, we'll go on each other for another week until our one comes. And in. she like yeah. her self-esteem couldn't take that final blow of like, nobody actually wants me here so she had to create one last moment of drama because i had forgotten until it like came to me last week how much drama anyika caused on her own season like Mm -hmm. i had forgotten about that so like yeah she had to have like one more moment interrupting the rose ceremony big tearful i can't do this anymore Mm -hmm. and And, and they're adding girls too so Mm -hmm. If, you know, she doesn't have a connection with any of the guys presently there, then what's the point? Right. Because then that's just a dangerous week where, like, no guys are going to be brought in for her. Mm -hmm. Totally. I mean, I get it. Like if she's not having a blast. (laughs) And she wasn't. She was not having a blast. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I warmed up on her from Colton's season where she was very antagonistic. Yeah. Uh, She was a lot more likable this time around. Sure. So hopefully that's not the last we're seeing her. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe she can come back another time. And uh, Hannah G finally attempted to oh, this get bitch. him like off the show finally. And uh, yeah. And what, she didn't your, take it. What's your take on this? I, Hannah is just like, I think she's just one of those girls that thrives on the attention so, so much that she like, I don't know if she'd ever be able to actually like settle down or be in a real relationship. Cause I think all she wants is like the attention and like, I don't know. She's just stringing all these dudes along and they're so desperate for her. And I don't, I don't get it. She's just small and her eyes are very big, but they all mm-hmm. seem to be like, like hypnotized trick, by, by her magic. Like whatever we've been told is the standard model for female beauty. It's somehow this tiny blonde girl with giant eyes. Yeah. And, Cause she was like yeah. dancing and like doing the like jump lift hugs with Blake like five minutes before the rose ceremony and he was so sure of himself and Dylan was crying over it being like I can't watch it I can't watch it and then she picked Dylan like because like then she gets to win one more time and like sorry to jump to later in the episode but when her and Dylan get their like one-on-one date he like is like it's just you i just see you and like got real emotional I was like my dad had cancer and she just mm-hmm. had this crazy look in her eyes like yeah give me all your love and attention i'm gonna eat it up like mm-hmm. i don't know i don't trust her i don't trust her yes there uh i think we have discussed on the show <laughs> something very strategic about the way she just kind of exists and yes. lets other people around her go crazy because she's got that whole being pretty and desirable thing yeah. down and, and i remember on her hometown her mom like just kept comparing her to a doll and being yeah. like she's my little doll and i feel like she loves just sitting on a pedestal and doing nothing and having people yeah. being like you're so great hannah like she loves it like a poodle or a toy yes dog. she's like, a doll like a winner you know one that mm-hmm. the best the, one the best, best dog. in show yeah so are we surprised by any of the couples we did get we said goodbye to cam kevin <laughs> and wills poor wills i feel really bad for wills because he's like real cute and he's like got that lone like laid back stoner vibe and he seems like a nice dude but on both paradises and his season he just like i don't know he just gets kind of brushed aside and last week i'm sorry to rehash because you've already talked about this on your show but last week was devastating when like katie like 
melted oh, down that's, over his like yeah, chocolate. He and he put forth a little effort, and that's what he, and got, he got for doing it for all his effort. Like he would never want to be on this show again. No, because <laughs> um, he tried it a couple times. Yeah. Like he at least had that conversation with Hannah. Like Wills was putting it out there. Yeah, and, and I. Nothing. I, I just felt so bad that he got friend zoned so easily because like Cam is annoying, but like like and you expect a Cam to get friend zoned, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, Will seemed like boyfriend material, but maybe not. So that was a bummer. And then Kevin, <laughs> he went home. Yeah, I liked yeah. his talking head where he was like, "If I was me and I had a I'd rose to me. give me, I'd give yes. me the rose." We know Kevin loves Kevin. <laughs> he worked out so hard. So hard. Uh, but I'm glad to see Cam gone. I seriously could not take one more episode of his weird pregnancy fetish that he can't stop talking about. Elaborate. I my This whole season, I can't stop noticing that the only thing Cam talks about when bringing up other women is that he wants to have family with them and that he wants to have children. He needs to be a dad. And like, I can see us having a family and she should have my children. And like, mm-hmm. I got to put a baby in her. Like, it was very specific. And I was like, he's obsessed with this, like, like a breeding fetish is a thing and i feel like cam has one because he was saying so many weird things about like i don't know needing to put babies in people to creep me out like maybe his clock's ticking (laughs) i guess but like i don't know he skeeves me out and i couldn't take one more weird poem reading and like yeah no more Mm -hmm. cam thank you no thank you yeah uh speaking of (laughs) <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Dylan hasn't seen the Karate Kid. Oh, how old is he? I haven't seen the Karate Kid, but I at least mid-20s, get the 20s, reference. 27. I don't have it in front of me, but I bet he's really young. I feel like so many of them are like 22. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Demi describes Blake as the ghost of Blake. Oh, the ghost of Blake when he was like sauntering at the beach. Blake is such a nerd. Yeah. I also have a lot of thoughts and feelings about Blake. Well, absolutely. So the new girl shows up. Oh, Caitlin. right. Okay. She looks like an Olsen sister. Agreed. And, and I don't remember her from her season even one bit. I don't either. Was it Ari's season? I, Colton's, they said, but okay. I truly don't remember her. They said she went home on the second group date and I okay. do not remember her. But right. she came in. And she picks the only available guy. Which is Blake. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, at the rose ceremony, I just, in, in our, like, in a producer oh. plant kind of, <laughs> like, theory, when, what's the name of the Russian girl? Christina. Christina gave her rose to Blake. And when she gave him the rose, it was, like, a very stilted, scripted. like, rehearsed, scripted, like, mm-hmm. answer of, like, just because I am giving you this rose doesn't mean I approve of you, but I, we all deserve second chances. So with this rose, I hope you will accept a second chance. Will you accept my rose? It was so, like, someone told her, like, you have to pick Blake. Like, sorry, but you have to. Yeah. We'll make it up to you later, but you have to pick Blake tonight. Um, that's what it felt like to me. So the new girl shows up and immediately goes on a date with yeah. Blake. Who... uh jumping ahead a little bit <laughs> sure. just always seems unsatisfied oh my god like he got okay so he had a girl keep him on the show so there's a girl there's hannah who you thought you were getting the rose from and you you still think you have a thing with so there's another rose and then there's the new girl who you are kind of the only uh option only, for yeah. yeah so there's and and he's still just like but i want hannah like they showed a really long shot of him 
the morning after the rose ceremony of him staring into space on his out, outdoor bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, they just showed like long, silent shot of him staring to be like, look, Blake is going crazy. But I have a theory, like when he was on Becca's season, I thought Blake's whole thing was that he used to be like a nerd. Like he was clearly a huge nerd who just like got really tall and started working out and then people started treating him like a hot guy <laughs> um but he like in inside he isn't a hot guy and it came out a lot on becca's season but my theory about blake now especially with all these friggin' stagecoach stories is that he got mildly tv famous and has women like throwing themselves at him at all times so now he's like a sex addict like chasing the dragon of like no no attention from women is gonna like ever satisfy me again like i think he's broken yeah i I might have touched on this in a previous episode (laughs) as something that you immediately saw and watching him with that lens makes so much sense and perfect example here with the hannah thing that it's just about like i need hannah i want the pretty one that he's just like fixated on unhealthily and he seems like entitled and like impatient with the idea that things aren't going his way and uh we maybe mistook that behavior for sensitivity in this season when it was just one woman to fixate on. But now that we're seeing, and we have all this before Paradise backstory scandal. Oh my God, scandal. this whole season is about things that like happened off the show. And his behavior on currently is just a, such a bad look for him. Because we get to uh, see him pull his exact same moves on f- like four people. Like we have video footage of him doing like his <laughs> game, his game where he tries, pretends to be awkward and is like, oh, swing dance with me. Like, ooh, oh look, oh, did you turn? Like he doesn't, he does it exactly the same every way. And he acts like a bumbling, like, oh, I'm learning how to dance with you. But it's all a ruse. When he brought up the mariachi (laughs) players and went right for the move that he just put on her, like, perhaps the same night or the night before, I was like, fuck, this is so lame. And he does this like cheesy grin and he like leans down because he's so tall and he like leans down real close and like buries his face in their necks. And it's like, oh, like, ugh. He skeeves me out. I'm like very tired of Blake. But you know what? He didn't kill anybody and he's ready to forgive himself. <laughs> Is that what he said in yes. his talking head? He said it a couple times. I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we've discussed his behavior prior, so I'm not going to kick a dead horse, but he's still around. He's still around. And it could make for good TV. Sure. Or he'll just settle down and something else exciting will happen and we can move on from it. Yeah, if he just accepts the loss. Sure. And takes the consolation prize, whoever that may be. But he might not. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Dylan, I described when we were watching the episode at one point that Dylan and uh, Hannah are acting like teenagers at Six Flags, <laughs> like where they constantly have like their hands in each other's pockets and they're all like leaned up in that way that like horny teenagers do when they're like out in public being like, look, we can lean on each other and like kiss to have as much of our bodies touching, <laughs> touching at as all possible times. in public. Just in so everyone anyone, knows. Don't get any ideas. Yeah. Um, we're together, if you couldn't tell, yeah. from the grinding. And this whole thing is very horny, so like, stay away. <laughs> yeah. Because Dylan is so insecure. He's killing me. His, He's killing his me. His physical uh, display reeks of uh, clinginess and insecurity <laughs> and yes. territorial markings. I want to think it's adorable, and he probably wants to think that too. But uh, I, I sense it's coming from a place of like 
Well, he's here. just, I think he's just doing that thing that is such a symptom of this whole show and the format of it, where people like fall deeply in love with the idea of people that they don't really know. Mm. Like he is saying things that people say on regular seasons, like, but I pictured you as my wife already. Like I was thinking about my dad having cancer and being like, I want you to be the woman that stands next to me when I have cancer. And it's like, you don't know her, bro, but they project so much onto it. And then they get so heartbroken because they're like, but I pictured us married. And it's like, you guys don't know each other. Yeah, but they don't on the regular <laughs> seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And perhaps this is a cue Dylan took of, I got to be vulnerable right. sooner. And it's like, this is paradise, bro. You can pump the brakes a little. But yeah. he feels the connection strongly enough to be vulnerable and tell. But yeah, he's personal. like obsessed with her. But like, I don't know, she doesn't give him much back. So it just feels like a bummer, mm-hmm. like one sided middle school crush. Like, I just dream about you. Yeah, like the super popular hot girl who's giving the... She's giving him a little less attention. cool kid, you know, the, you know, I'll give you a chance. I'll give it a couple weeks tops. Yeah. And then they have a uh, Aztec dance. Oh my God. Swarm them in. What, that was uh, terrifying. But we were screaming, sacrifice them yeah. at our TV <laughs> because that them. seemed like the apt thing to do. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, like 75 people in like massive carnival costumes and like big Aztec warrior things just like swarmed them. Yeah. And it was very intense. <laughs> I, you know, I get a mariachi band coming out or a violinist playing or some kind of, you know, romantic Or like ba- ballerinas in a flowy dress dancing on that shallow water pool or something. But it was like a terrifying, yeah. loud spectacle. I would have been scared. Do you think it was meant to appeal to their sense of like mortality and get them aroused that way? <laughs> like scared, give them the, fear like, boners? Yeah, like that they were also supposed to think, ooh, Aztec sacrifice, like this could be it. Yeah, I was also ended up just being very distracted because I realized I don't know much about Aztec history. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he said something about like they were fierce warriors and I was like, were they? I guess I don't know much about yeah. Aztec history, so. But they were like fierce uh warriors you know that's what they were known for that's what i mean that's what vocal fry told me trivia yeah they sounded so bored just back and forth vocal Fry. so many people on this show have horrifying vocal fry yeah i say like this i apologize to your listeners i went to a k-pop concert last night and i lost my voice so I hope it don't sound like trash. No, it actually is, it's gotten a lot better oh, since good. last night, I think. That's good. And uh, yes, it's late at night, so I'm <laughs> vocal frying myself too. Uh, moving on, as you know, I'm very proud of John Paul Jones. Yes. Oh my God. I wish you guys who are listening to the podcast could see the way Wade's fat face was lit up like a proud dad when JPJ was like finally kissing on Tasha. Because I don't know how much you've opened up about this on your own podcast, but as your wife, I've observed that you have a deep crush on Tasha. You love Tasha. Oh, sure. No, we've touched on it. I think <laughs> okay. for the last two episodes, okay. I've been constantly chastising the entire, entire uh, male cast. For sleeping by, on Tasha, dudes, Tasha's here. Yeah, what are any of you doing? Like, why yeah. are you even fighting over the same girl? There's Tasha right over there. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you for a second. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it was nice to like see you feel proud that somebody was doing right by you. Somebody. Yeah. But wow, I I had a hard time with it. It felt very realistic. 
like mm-hmm. the way that they were having an awkward giggly conversation and they were just like kissing in the middle of it bad flirting lots of panicked laughter like yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to force a physical connection but the like but it was like working mm-hmm. i mean he is like really really hot and he has such bad vocal fry and like a weird valley girl voice but i don't know i think it like works in some way but i do really think that it is just because he is so hot because if you just listen to him he sounds like a way too awkward like an awkward person that you would not want to be around but he's like very very good looking so you know it 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 tricks you and it's working on taisha right now Mm -hmm. he is genuinely awkward but (laughs) i do at least appreciate that he knows he is punching above his weight yeah 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 that's mentioned multiple times like she's the most beautiful girl i've ever talked to (laughs) let alone tried to pursue romantically yeah so um, yeah but he's a mess they like tried to romantic jump in the pool and then he choked on pool water why is he so (laughs) pathetic he's so pathetic Mm -hmm. like a sickly boy god he loves too much he excites the blood (laughs) he has to take a moment to throw up (laughs) he can't be out in the sun he needs to sit in his quarantine tent But he's cute. I'm just rooting for him. I'm glad someone's doing something. And knowing that he cries later in the show. Oh, no. Is Tasha going to make him cry? Probably. I hope not. Where do we close on? Demi Demi talking to... Turning the show around more for attention. Yeah, with that boy with the boring face. What's his name? Derek. Derek. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just like very sick of this. And yeah, I don't know if it just like makes me a, like an, a West Coast brat or something, but it just feels like I, I ranted during the episode. Like it's 2019 and Demi is like a pretty straight, I mean like a pretty blonde white girl and like she likes girls. Okay. Like cool. So do like a ton of people. Like I don't know. It's not a big, I feel like it's just not a big enough deal to be talking about it this much and i know it's a big deal for this franchise which is also annoying because it's been on for so long and that they've never touched on any gay stuff before is very bad but i feel like it's taking over this season like it's not we're not learning new things she's literally just having the same conversation like sitting across from someone on a couch having the same conversation in every episode and she's not offering me any new insight we get it she likes the girl back home like bring her to a paradise already or like let's move on Mm -hmm. i'm tired of it (laughs) agreed and there's the double blind test that like what if it wasn't because everyone always says like oh you're so brave for saying that but what she is saying is i came on this show but in a relationship in a relationship yeah which is exactly somebody brought up on another podcast exactly what hannah broke up with jed for on the previous season and now her best friend Demi like has a girlfriend and is doing this show and that's cool. She is being open about it. I'll give her a I guess credit for I mean yeah. Front. But yeah, should she be on the show? Because yeah. every other time that's like been a disqualifying like attribute for somebody to have to be like mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship back home. Like I feel like you're not supposed to you're really not supposed to do that. Yeah. But it's like for the for the drama of it all mm-hmm. demi likes girls like but if they bring this okay. girl on and film the making out it's gonna feel so cheap yes that's what i'm saying is i feel like it's very it's super orchestrated and like really gross and that's exactly what i think is going to happen is that demi's girlfriend is going to show up in paradise yeah not even pandery just cheap 
Yeah. Like, look at how brave we are. We have some girls baking out on our show that's been on for how many seasons? And like, get, like or something? Pff, no, even more than that. The show's been on for like 15 years, but they do oh. like two, three seasons. It's been on forever. <sighs> but wait, I had a, oh shit. I had a thought. Cause I feel like, I feel like I'm being a jerk being like, we don't care about gay people's struggles. Cause that's not what I'm saying at all. No, no, it's, it's just like, I don't, <sighs> oh, the point of it all being like cheap is like, I think this supports my theory of like Demi. It's just like, and the producers are all in on trying to make a perfect Demi show because with Hannah's season, they like brought Demi in, in the first episode in her spy van to catch the one person with like one guy with a girlfriend mm. when the producers probably definitely knew that Jed also had a girlfriend, right. but didn't do anything about it. Mm. But like planted that seed in the first episode with Demi to create the drama for the whole season. So like, I feel like this whole Demi, like Demi's girlfriend thing feels really orchestrated and fake and gross. And yeah, I think she's going to show up in paradise and it's going to be icky. Yeah. Because I, I can't imagine that they would bring in someone else and that Demi would start another relationship with a girl because that wouldn't that just make her look flighty and not serious? Yeah, there's really no way to win. I uh, know we speculated early on that maybe she hooks up with Hannah. That's what I thought would be absolutely crazy is if Hannah was showing up because she was Demi's girlfriend. Like that would be bananas. I mean, I don't know. They might be planting that seed because literally Demi, I looked at Twitter yesterday and Demi tweeted yesterday like, oh my God, I just accidentally posted like, but posted a picture of Hannah to my Instagram. And it was like a picture of Hannah in a bikini, like getting out of the ocean. And Demi was like, oops, I just posted that to my Instagram, like without even looking. And like, why was that picture on my phone? Because I was using it to show her what she'd look like with bangs. But I was like, this feels, I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't trust anything. Like they're not allowed to say anything official until. I don't know. I'm just is. saying I don't trust. I don't trust anyone or anything anymore. <laughs> this show has broken me and my ability to trust human beings. Mm -hmm. And now though, and that we know for a fact that there's like a new producer in charge after like many, many, many years, it seems like it's all like, it's all up in the air. Like anything could happen. But I don't know, I also sort of feel like this show is kind of broken by modern times, and this season is like a real demonstration of that. Like, with all of the drama that happened off camera, like, it, this used to be a show where, like, random people from all over the country would, like, show up, and people hadn't really met each other before, but would be like, oh, I saw your season. But now it's like they're all these weird Bachelor Nation celebrities and make money showing up at festivals and cons and hang out together all the time outside of the show in this weird incestuous like pool. And they're all getting money thrown at them for them like skinny tea, gummy bear people. And so they live these weird fake lives. And then they, I don't know, I feel like the show is kind of broken now. And it's mm -hmm. like all of these people live in a different world from everyone else. They live in Bachelor Nation, you know? <laughs> the ones who get attention. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Because there's, a, you know, take like a Wills, for example. Or a this Clay guy doesn't or seem like a sellout. But, you know, someone like Blake is probably demanding free stuff everywhere he goes. <laughs> like, I was on Bachelor. <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are those kinds, the, uh, the influencer culture people who just right. immediately, I want to do this full time 
just be around it's yeah still pretty and it seems to have just like really really leaked into the show and like as the worst that it ever has in this this season particularly is like really showing all that ugly outside drama yeah. you know it's weird still a lot of good inside drama too though oh true they're uh you know it's frustrating at times but so is the colton tia business yeah and uh, once it gets sidelined you can kind of move forward uh i think between the last episode and this one we're definitely getting a little closer with some of the other characters yeah it's not being so bogged down obviously we're going to devote time to whatever hannah g's love triangle is and yeah it looks like next week katie might melt down again which could be really fun because mm -hmm. she seems like a real like uh hair trigger for like the crazy crying so that's very exciting because it looks like her wonky eyed boyfriend is going to go on a date with someone else and she's going to completely freak out about it oh boy and so that's exciting and i don't know there's all kinds of things that can happen like new people will show up and there might be drama that we don't know about yet and we won't have to deal with this blake stuff anymore but i don't know how many weeks are left I don't know, don't and know. I don't want to know. Okay, just then enjoy I'll be it as it when it's about to end. And uh, this episode ended with them whale watching. That oh nice yeah, that was kind of nice. Afterwards, real, which was, was very wholesome. They all got to see like a beautiful moment, and Demi was like, "Orcas are my favorite animal," mm -hmm. which of course she said that. Yeah. And yeah, that was kind of nice. So, thank you very much for joining us oh my god thank you for having me i'm happy to stand in for dr zach while he's away i appreciate you giving me this opportunity yeah and uh shout out to zach if you listen to this episode sup hope you're enjoying crete hey zach look out and let me know if there are as many um big ugly pots with like hastily drawn blue decorations all around like there were in every single scene of the finale of in a season yeah, just like rugs and pots and random places <laughs> just like randomly around to you know make it look greek yeah and we will be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening to I Love That. Uh, rate us, tell your friends. If you have any questions, concerns, or observations that we're totally missing, send them to I Love That Bachelor at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.